Welcome everyone to Weekly Games Chat. I'm your ghost, aka guest co-host. Chris has always joined by a co-host, John. Hey Chris, pleasure to be with you today. <laughs> John, are you ready for this? No. People have been waiting. I've been waiting a long time, I think, for this. And you know what? If we're going to do it, we're going to do it right, I think. So let's see here. Just shove it in. I'm just going to do that first. And then I'm going to hit this right here and let's see how it goes. Sounds good, right? Do you, yeah, listen. we're peaking, but it's okay. I think it, we'll be it's fine. fine. It'll it'll capture the moment. You know, yeah. I'll figure it out in post. It's fine. Post production always fixes it, or in some cases doesn't. It's fine. Uh, it's it's good to be here. Uh, I've waited a long time. Uh, I wanna I wanna I wanna just say first of all, thank you to anyone uh, who 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 gave me their thoughts and prayers. I know a ton of you did. And not only that, not only did I get thoughts and prayers, thoughts of prayer, um, which you don't even know what that meant to me. Um, I get, I get notified by my wife, your wife, uh, that John has, uh, sent money to me that the listeners, that the listeners collected uh, and, and you know, sent it to me. And I promise I'm going to send that to Bobby uh, <laughs> Joe as soon as I save up enough money to replace what I stole. I spent two Thanks. days trying to hack into that system just to see if I could <laughs> extract it myself. Um, you guys, uh, there is, I, I'm going to not have words and that's going to be very weird for me, but there are no words to give you my thanks. Uh, Thank you very, very much. Um, also, Chris, thank you. I want to I want to put this on record uh, for stepping in and and for the show for the show coming back out of retirement like MJ wearing the four five <laughs> and uh, and carrying this thing on. You know, if if it was just a week or two, 
I, I we had a talk off air. And I said, maybe, you know, we just would have maybe not had a week or two, but you saw that it would have been, it is, has been longer than a week or two. And, uh, you know, for the peeps, you came through. Yeah. So thank you very, very much. And oh, uh no he forced himself on me. Yeah, I know. No lube, just I knew. Couple couple beer. Wait. wait I was what um, happened? <laughs> I was talking to Bobby Joe and she was like, He's determined to record Monday. I was like, There's no way he's recording. There's there, there, I was like uh, Dude, I, y'all should have let me. Yeah. I was on drugs. Yeah, I was like <laughs> that was the main reason. I was like, It would have been hilarious. <laughs> I to the I, I know when it would kick in, I was on oxycodone. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> and I was on a big dose. Well, it would have been it would have been you on that, and then we would have gotten Chris on like six PBR. Yeah, got we had to have a we drunk can do that Chris whenever podcast. You want. <laughs> well, after a couple of sessions on the old oxycodone, your boys your boy didn't like the way it made him feel because it literally slowed my breathing down mm. and yeah, it scared yeah. me. So I had to I had to come off that pretty quick. Um, that's an addictive thing they say. Oh God, yeah, that's a that's an opioid, I think. Yeah, that we have one of those uh, like epidemics going on. You know, you got any left? I got about five left. <laughs> hey, right, friend, I'm gonna come over. I'm gonna come over. You, if you crush, if you, if you don't mind crushing those up for me, you just want to <laughs> snort them. <laughs> Emailing HR right. victory immediately. Finally, uh, a drug test. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, thank man, thank you, John. Thank you, Chris, carrying on the show. Uh, thank you to the fans. You, you, Richards, really, you got to my heart, man. And uh, I thank you so much. Yeah. And and we're, we're easing back into this thing. Uh, and Chris's idea of, I mean, there was there was no better way. There was literally, I was just gonna. What was gonna happen is I was gonna sneak in on them when they were doing the intro, the normal what they've been doing. And, you know, just try to be funny. And Chris is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> if we're going to do this, <laughs> we do this. <laughs> and literally when he told me that, I get I get chills. I get excited. You heard it in the intro now. Even knowing it was coming, I peaked because it was, if you're, if you're a kid, like you can, we can say our age, we're relatively close. If you're a 90s right? kid. If you're in the 90s, you know, teenager-ish, um, you're watching Michael Jordan and the Bulls, yeah, and they're on all the time, right? And that intro comes on; it's it's the one of the hypest intros of all time. Yes, uh, and then when that intro came on during the playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Oh God, here we go again. Um, <laughs> there's nothing better. I don't know if John liked Michael Jordan and the Bulls. I hate well, you, ha- you had to. It was you, just you could not not love them. And I was a Lakers fan. Were you? Yeah. I hated them, but the Lakers or the Bulls, the Bulls, I because fan. I mean, oh, because you're yeah, yeah, I'm Bullets <laughs> Wizards fan, and like at that point, you know, we actually had talent, right? We had Chris yeah. Weber, we had Juwan Howard, uh, we were we were up and coming, and you had two of the five from the Fab Five, exactly. Had Rasheed Wallace too. Um, uh, he was a yeah, he was Rasheed Wallace. I love when we throw out old names it's amazing how many people were on those teams that then went on to win championships with other teams <laughs> other teams yeah. yeah did stackhouse ever get one he did with yeah the, i thought he did Cavs with um Frankfurt. i thought he was wasn't he with Cavs. um what i'm talking about wasn't he with uh detroit the pistons yeah when they beat the lakers chauncey billups yes rip yeah. hamilton rip hamilton 
Ben Wallace, um, another person on the <laughs> Have you caught, I don't think John would watch it, but have you caught the Netflix doc on Stefan Marbury? I have not it's, watched that one yet. I need to. It's actually pretty I good. I can't believe you wouldn't think I'd watch that. I don't consider you a basketball fan. I consider you more of a baseball fan. That's, you could that, at least ask me and not presume that I haven't watched that. Dude, I'm I'm rusty. Uh, my wife said I've lost Your my wife. humor since the accident. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can We're you in trouble, love? boys. Have you learned to love again? <laughs> uh I'm rough around the edges. Uh they the doctors have me on medicine now that I've never taken in my whole life. Uh, but it's it may have been a blessing in disguise, you yeah. know? Uh yeah. I wore tennis shoes the other day. <laughs> That's a big deal. And and well, yeah, wore, and and I wore tennis shoes. Well, well, so on one of my major wounds was on my big toe on the outside. That thing hurt to the bone because you could see the bone, you know? And I forgot that socks and shoes may rub blisters on heal healing wounds. Dumb me, right? So yeah, I got a blister on that. And mm-hmm. I learned I learned that I had that when I bumped it just just walking in the living room on like the side of a chair. I almost fell to the ground. One by one. <laughs> Where did that come from? <sighs> but uh boys, we're healing. I'm here. This is this is big. Yeah. Uh, I've been I've been doing some crazy tweets, just retweeting stuff. I saw that. I was like causing some Sean must be alive because this Twitter page is active. Yeah. Stuff like that. And I was like reading and, uh, these, I'm like, this doesn't seem like it came from John. <laughs> Uh, and I don't think I was drunk when I posted this, so uh, that's <laughs> four really p.m. Funny. But we're doing this, you know. Yeah. We're back, uh, and and there's no way I could not. And it all goes back to one of the first things I said, and it's it's how much like legit thoughts and prayers, not just thoughts and prayers, you know, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, like thoughts legit. And, prayers. and uh, I don't know, dude, it's crazy. Like I don't. So you're on drugs and you're no longer funny. Right. We're in trouble. Right. I don't know. Drugs can be a good remedy for, for not being funny. <laughs> well, these kind of drugs make me get tired. Yeah. Yeah. They do. It's no bueno. I'm like a I'm like a boomer. I just take them <laughs> around lunchtime and I'm like this nap. This I don't take naps, but this sure does feel comfy right now. <laughs> Uh, cheap, 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 cheap. Sleep. <laughs> oh, you and you wake up all in a panic when somebody comes in and says, "Like, Daddy, jumps." My heart jumps through my chest. I jump up. Well, I don't really jump up. I kind of lean up fast and swivel. Well, speaking of heart rates, mm. pivot. Um, my uh, my my Apple Watch. Uh, you know, obviously, it tracks your heart rate. And yeah. so Over the past several weeks, I've been sitting. You know, I'd be sitting there in the evening watching TV and my, my, my watch will alert me that my heart rate has been below 50 for the past 10 minutes. What? <laughs> my sister has that Buddy, problem. You're about to pass out. Well, I've, I've, uh, I've actually been to the doctor where it's happened and they're like, are you, are you okay? Like, yeah, I think so. I feel great, boys. I feel <laughs> great. great. I think it, I think it, I think it happens when I start doing a lot of cardio. My heart rate just starts to yeah. go slower. But uh, because you know, in case people were 
weren't curious. I am, uh, I am faddish. That's, That's not normal, I, John. Um, uh, I, uh, well, my doctor has knows about it and they're like, well, it, some people just have low heart rates. It's not really something you have to necessarily panic over. Well, you you don't think, you 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 may be passionate, right? And and our listeners and fans may know you as a passionate person with knowledge on topics, right? Yeah, but, but I do not, sound I sound like I have a. But you're not. You're well, very calm and chill, and <laughs> for the most part, Chris is making faces now. I was like, that's funny. Really. <laughs> Because I've but seen the all of us, I'm the excited guy. I'm the one that should have like a heart rate out the roof. You know? Yeah. That is true. And it is what it is. We're all, dude, we're all old. We're all on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all, and we're all injured to some degree. But Sean, here's the question. Are you capable? And I kind of know the answer, but, but question one, are you capable of playing Iron Man VR and number two, would you be capable of playing Vader Immortal coming out August? Actually, today that came out today on what PSVR? PS PSVR? Yeah, Vader Immortal. It's been on. Oculus. It's been on. It's yeah, it's been on Oculus, but it came out. Today. I know it's been on Oculus because I almost bought an Oculus. First of all, boys, don't ever correct me like that again in public. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> see, see, you got your humor. It's there. Second of all, I did not know it was coming. To, to answer to both. Listen, I may fly around in circles because I may be like the Nemo, finding Nemo version of <laughs> VR Iron Man because of yeah. my arm. Uh huh. But it's going to get played. Like, yes. But Vader uh, Immortal seems like one maybe you can use your right hand to play it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It still works. <laughs> the, right, the right hand. The it right hand. It works well. Huh? <laughs> um, it's funny you say that because before the accident and before my last show, we we had put out there that one of the things that you wanted to see the most was my review on Iron Man VR because yeah. I played the demo and all of that. And then I remember being, I think I was in the hospital the day it came out or yeah. just home. And I was very sad about that. Yeah. I thought about borrowing the um, VR just to do it. You, it'd have been so funny. You just hear a knock. You got a mask on. You're like, Hey, uh, <laughs> I don't want to see you, but can I just borrow your VR? <laughs> <laughs> and there it is it's right there it's right uh, there but uh i can put on headphones now so i think i can put on the uh the vr headset please don't hurt yourself yeah i guess the big I'm thing would be the you, you, you the can see it right move things, so this right? is how i was putting on headphones so this arm wasn't working and it's kind of like <laughs> this is a great visual folks ladies and gentlemen if you could only see this but it's it was like that, and and I kind of want to see you get undressed and get dressed again. That would Dude, be hilarious. Button up, button up shirts. I've only put one on, and this was like a few days ago. F buttons. I bet that would go viral on YouTube. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I've been t-shirt and like Nike short or Under Armour short guy. That's been it. the The first day, it's funny looking back. The first day I went for it to be seen. I was probably, people probably looked at me like, I don't know, looking at Bobby Joe because she had to walk in with me because I could have fallen at any moment. Kind of like, is she abusing that guy at home? Like, what is he dressed like that for? He fell. I had, fell I had bandages wrapped around my feet. I had on sandals, just scuffs everywhere, my arms in a sling. I, we didn't think to put the shirt 
like try to wiggle your arm through the shirt first, you know, so it's not like big shirt over arm and sling look. Just you know, a mess. I mean, it's easy to believe, uh, Sean, because 40% of all domestic abuse is suffered by men. Yeah. Is that physical or mental abuse, John? Uh, physical. Oh. oh. Hi, hi, babe. I love you. Everything's good. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find a picture Bobby Joe took of me just to show you guys. Now, my beard has grown out a little bit. There's a lot of gray in it. But it was kind of it was kind of insane on how long it got. That's what she did. Um, this is what I look like when I go to PT. I may put that out there on the social medias for the people. We don't want to see you PT. Oh, physical therapy. Sorry. That's the good part. That's when the ice packs on you. Uh, oh yeah, I've been, I've been there for that. You you've seen that the ice packs like it's nice. Yeah. Oh, hmm. at that point, I love Rob. PT Rob can me and him are friends at that point. Jesus, how many text messages did I send my wife? Your wife? Oh. Your wife. Uh, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> I swear to God, if I see something from John B. in here. <laughs> I hope she deleted those pics. Oh, yeah. This one's kind of blurred, but that's when I was most scuffed. Look at that. Look at that yeah. beard. Right? Dude, I was, it was super gray. Everything's gray. Yeah. So You really want to talk man. about gray beards? Well, yeah, you, but see, yours is, you know, mine's starting, right? Yeah. It's not taking over. Yours is taking over, so it's just kind of like a natural thing. I tell you, that's and, where you're at. That is the way it goes. It's like it starts here, uh, and then it, it slowly just rises. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm in for it. Yeah. And then my kid makes fun of the gray in my hair now, which I've always kept my hair really low. And I'm like, this is great. You know, I just look like I'm age you know, 14 years now. It's great. Welcome to life. But, and then, and then everybody's like, you can color your hair. And I'm like, cool, let's do like pink or something. And they're like, no, please do pink. I want to do like, I want to do pink or something, just something weird. You want to be like uh Dwight Howard? Den- Have the pink yes. tips. Be Dennis, be Dennis Rodman. Do something. Dude, Dennis right. Rodman. And she's like, nah, you can just get like your regular kid. Yeah. 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 A boo. Yeah, exactly. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so what um you guys been okay? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we can talk about us now? Yeah, I just realized, you know. You figured nineteen and twenty was enough? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna press my hair up a little bit now on cam. Uh-huh. I can look cool. Get a little bit of this action going on. It's been pretty good. Me and John have just kind of been Kind of just been going through, I feel like we just fell into a groove and we're like, what if Chris and John made an NPR show? And that's what this has been for the last. Well, listen, you son of a guns covered UFC last week, which is unacceptable. I've already bashed you off. Look, on that. look, look, we're not going to get me into something. it now. <laughs> Find me a game that was out. The Fast and the Furious. Find me a good game that was out. Dude, Shut that game mouth. got good reviews. No, it did no. not. No, it did not. From the people that matter to me, it did. <laughs> Who, Vin Diesel? <laughs> Like so, I was listening to someone talk about that game, and they were like, "It literally." Oh. They're like, "On my 2080 Ti, I'm getting about max 20 frames per second on some of these levels." Yeah. Listen, um, what game was out? Oh, Horizon Zero Dawn on PC's out. Mm-hmm. We covered that on PC. 
No, we covered that three years ago. Remember, yeah. you were, it when was you your hype we, game of the year. The, that's the old. That's the old. Yeah, that's the old WGC. Yeah, but at some point, Sean's probably gonna have to cover WG uh, Horizon Zero Dawn on the show. Well, the floodgates Ooh. are about to open up. Um, yeah, in the next couple of weeks, we got two K twenty one. We've got Madden. Uh, Madden, if you if if I'll, if it, I'll get FIFA, okay. When did you? this turn into day, weekly sports games chat? Avengers Ooh. is coming out. Kingdoms about, Kingdoms of Amalur is coming out. I need to about, update the logo we to talk? the show. We'll just talk. There are no, things you know, that actually like it was. It was a nice surprise last week, right? It started then because it was dry. Like that week before, UFC was like a. I don't mind doing this. You know, we need a topic. Let's let's just do it because it really didn't feel like there was anything. So, um, well, Chris Chris texted me the. He said, "If you want, I can play UFC." I thought I literally thought he was punking me, and then I would text yeah. him on Saturday or Sunday, going, "Hey, have you played? Mm-hmm. Played what? <laughs> no, I haven't played this." But then, like all of a sudden, a lot of stuff started drink, uh, dropping. Like you know, of course, today's topic dropped. Uh, one that I was excited for maybe we talk about next week i don't know um dropped there's of course battle toads dropped um and then yeah as john said like then you all of a sudden you're into september right and a bunch of other stuff is do you remember Alan wake <laughs> dlc comes out yeah all tomorrow? of you're listing things that are it's cool for people that do podcasts and games because it's on the games pass for pc yeah I know Battletoads is. I saw Alan Wake out there, so that's super cool. Um, I meant the Alan new, Wake, new, uh, DLC. New Super it. Lucky's Tale, dude. Yeah. They, I mean, like it was amazing how many things came to Games Pass last week. Who did that, John? Yeah. Yes. John. <laughs> I tried yeah. to catch that time, but I could. Dude, Tour de France 2020 is coming out. Ooh. Oh, thank God. I'm sorry. Tour de France. PGA de France. 2K21 came out last week. Uh, Shing is coming out. What the fuck is Shing? No idea. You know what's not coming out? Apparently release dude, dates for any consoles. Dude, Shing looks hype. It's a side-scrolling beat-em-up with ninjas. There you go. I'm I'm in. John, you're getting a... I can send it to all of us right now. How do I do this? How do you do messages? You go to the uh, general to, and send it. Oh, bye, Sean. <laughs> Sean just left. <laughs> I moved to general. That was hilarious. <laughs> Crystal Chronicles Remastered is coming out soon. What? So this is officially weekly Games Pass chat? All right. You know what? That would be hilarious. <laughs> and it would be very, very fun to do. Right. We like, we were playing one week, John and I were playing Roll for a Random Game to see what we were playing next. <laughs> like yeah. the old lunchbox we used to do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have like a generator um, on there. That way, you know, fans like Platinum doesn't bombard us with this one game he really likes that we should play that's kind of like apex legends oh hyperscape <laughs> what's up platinum you know i'm just messing around right right is that that battle royale one yeah yeah it is yeah a new one I, i'm not gonna lie it's kind of it kind of looks cool it has its fan base but yeah um, you know you know john's john's terrible at online shooter so yeah Except for when he's John Rambo in the Division Two, he is a god. <laughs> the rest of the time, yeah. 
Um. So, uh, so yeah, I downloaded uh what you what the topic is this week, boys. Oh, did you? And I and I've watched a lot of it. So, and I've heard you've done some things. I've done all sorts so, of things. So we're gonna be all right in this topic time that's coming up. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, send us your address and we'll f- fly over your house. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys want to do this? Uh, I always want to, man. All right. Yeah. Well, let's do it. The topic is. Miss this, Sean? You know you miss this part. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Wait, wait, wait. John, you let him bring that back? Um, I'm trying to be accommodating. John, what the? F- Look, he's I'm had kidding. me by the he's had listen, me by the short hairs for months if, now. Listen, if Chris, thanks a lot for that, Sean. All, if Chris, I mean, he hasn't even acknowledged that you beat Sekiro yet. <laughs> well, Sekiro, eighty-one hours in the game. Sekiro, eighty-one <laughs> hours. That's funny. Piece of sh- game. <laughs> F trolls, F, 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 all that stuff. I don't want to care how I got to balance and fight you back and ding, ting, 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 and then you stab me and you die. Ugh. Anyways, I Microsoft lights one out of. I hate that I'm the only one in this group that hasn't beat the game. Now I have not beaten it. The only one in this group that hasn't beat the troll. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, but yeah, flight simulator. Yeah, Microsoft. Did you guys know that Microsoft Flight Simulator is almost 40 years old now? I actually did. Uh, the first one, I believe, came out in 82. Yes. That is crazy. Yeah. Boom. Knowledge. This is what I do when I just sit at home for hours and days at a time. I research. I could have swore my took my, 270 my episodes. had that game in, uh, in their technology class. Hmm. It's weird that in my in my lane, you know, away from the show, away from Chris, away from you, it still came across my lane and in and in my viewing on like Twitch and then I actually downloaded the game, but then found out that Chris had played it and flew over some local areas. Yeah. It's just so it, weird. this is one of those weird times when this game became a thing that a lot of people are playing. Yeah. It's a beautiful game. It it's is beautiful. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's like mind blowingly beautiful but when you consider nope. what it's doing you're like okay that's just overwhelmingly impressive right yeah um so the big gimmick for this one compared to the last flight simulator which was what i think in 2006 yeah they're um, not yearly no you know games that come out they it, come out when they come out it'd been a thing for a while like especially in the windows heyday like you know in the 90s there where pretty much they were coming out about every one or two years, right? But now it's been, yeah, it had been, I thought it was a series that was dead and gone. I didn't think we'd ever get it back again, right? Um, because there have been like other developers who have kind of studios that have stepped in and made these things and Microsoft kind of went away from making PC games like they stopped making, making Age of Empires and all that kind of stuff. And now uh, both of these are coming back. Um, you know, they're two biggest ones and this was the first. Uh, and the big what's thing, the, what's the one you just said coming back? 
Age of Empires. They're making uh, a new one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. And I will definitely play that. Maybe might be frustrated, but we'll see. Um, nerd. Nerd. Yes. Yes, I am. No, that that's my college <laughs> right there. College nights of drinking beer, eating too much pizza, and staying up till 3 a.m. trying to construct 900 tribuchets to send to Josh Dalton's <laughs> fortress and take him it's down. Tribuchets. Yeah, that's Joey's last name on Friends. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah, what makes this one so unique is that Microsoft... Um, partnered, took their maps. I think they partnered with, I think the, the machine learning people are black net. I think is their name is the company that they're working with. And it's like also working with Azure, uh, which is all cloud and machine learning based stuff. And basically they worked to get all of their high res scans that they do for things like Bing maps into the game. So if yep. Microsoft have scanned, somewhere in the world it's in this game uh yep. you know just by default it's in there and then it uses machine learning basically to try to figure out okay if the image from space looks like this right um a do we have something on the ground that i can compare it to so i can get the idea of height or can i just examine it and kind of figure out what the height of this uh structure is whether it's a building or a mountain you know, if we're going down to a ravine, like, and it, it learns and it figures it out. Like, so in theory, what they're showing to you here on day one will not be the same game in five years, because from my understanding, they're going to continue to use machine learning, uh, and looking at problems where there's obvious issues to say, okay, we know this isn't detecting this right. So let's update the code, and now it knows how to process these things, right? If it if it's fooled, like I I flew over Wembley Stadium and it looked flat, right? So that would be the kind of yeah. thing, like where maybe in a couple of years it will actually be erect. Like It'll tighten Wembley. it up. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of structures that you'll either fly over or you know that you know aren't quite like they are. They kind of they look a little. Oh my god. Yeah. They look scuffed, mm-hmm. and you're like, this isn't right, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh. It is really cool though that they've scanned all that stuff in. And if you if you think about you want to fly to a place, yeah, you can literally pick your plane. Uh, and if you turn on um, the function to you know do live weather and all that stuff, yeah, you you go like it is right now and you go there. Like uh, if think about if you want to fly to the the pyramids at Giza and you fly to Egypt, they're there. There were, there were people, you know, who have been following these hurricanes that are just basically flying right into the eye of the storm. Yeah. Have have you tried to do that? I have not. Your plane (laughs) have not. I've not been that crazy. And you crash into the ocean. Yeah. Makes sense. (laughs) Because it's a hurricane. (laughs) Yes. It's going 140 miles an hour. (laughs) Um, And it actually is a hurricane. So thoughts and prayers to any of our friends. Yeah. It's going to be rough. Louisiana, Texas area. It's going to be rough. Yeah. Not going to be a fun seven days in this area of the country. Um, but yeah, like it is interesting because you do first you have like your I think everyone's first inclination is I want to see if I can see my house. And as you said, it looks nice, but you can totally tell that even though it's not a perfect rendering of everything, you can totally like I could pick out because as you guys know, there is a particular landmark in town right by my apartment. Uh, yep. And I use that as guidance, went right by it. 
it looked pretty dang good from afar. You know, looked like how it would if I was uh, going to visit John on the 17th floor and then, uh, yeah. or 16th floor. And 16. then, yeah. And then I went and went right <laughs> over, flew over my apartment, saw the pool sitting out there in the middle, right? You know, really? That little courtyard. Yeah. I could see that level of detail. Wasn't, you know, the most rendered thing ever. But then you go to other areas, like, of course, uh, certain cities and places where they have gone in and uh, I believe it's a Sobo Studios who handled the main game development so they handled these kinds of parts right to make them look really pretty um, and in those environments when you're flying around you are seeing a really true 3D representation of certain areas so if like you're going around New York or um, Chicago because you know like I had to do the part where I just put my plane on out on the lake by Chicago and then I started flying towards Chicago and went and started playing the family matters theme song. Cause that's what you do when you're in Chicago. Uh, but, uh, nothing on that. Okay. Thanks guys. I was going to think about something cause isn't, uh, uh, Carl's dead, right? I think, I don't know. I think Carl Winslow's dead. He might be. I or him or Uncle Phil's dead. One of the two so is I, dead. I think they're both dead, and I, I was going to give a rip. Oh. But then I didn't want to rip if it was un, untrue. I'm looking up Carl Winslow right now, dude. Yeah, Reginald, I think Reginald Vell Johnson is yeah. uh, dead. Ah. All right. Yeah, Reginald Vell Johnson. Uh, yes. Uh, Wait. I don't see a death date. Uh-oh. I don't see a death date on the Wikipedia. That would mean he's alive. Oh, oh. Uh. He was the subject of an internet hoax on February 13th, 2017, oh. when a website reported he had died of a result of a heart attack. Vale Johnson took to Twitter. He needs to follow us. Right, weekly game chat. <laughs> uh, to demonstrate that he was alive. Right. I don't know. Uh, Chris, can you fly over his house just to confirm? I will try. Yes. I will try Thank later. Um, but Which then. Crossiest. I, I actually, while the cities are cool to look at, I actually think the game does its best at approximately uh, approximating like nature right like so for instance if you want to fly from atlanta to say new york right there's a lot of trees there's a lot of hills it captures all that perfectly and yeah, I, when, I agree with that when you're like getting the parts where you know you have like I, I love to set that game to pretty much where during that flight either uh, at some point <laughs> John's got some wonderful things coming through. Listen, you like to set it on easy mode, right? It's called autopilot. <laughs> no, I don't even, I haven't used autopilot. Yet, you haven't used autopilot? Dude, it's fantastic. No. But um, what I do is I always try to make it where it's either the sun is rising or the sun is setting. And like, you know, going through the Smoky Mountains as the sun is oh, rising, it looks gorgeous. beautiful. Just looks yeah. gorgeous. And you get the full, um, you know, context of what's going on. Yeah, John. I was watching uh, a dude yesterday streaming, and That's his weird. goal was his. Yeah, I know, right? His goal was to get to the Great Wall of China, but during sunset. Oh, nice! And they got it. They got it, dude. Yeah, got it. I mean, it like I, very nice. I flew past uh, Mount Fuji as the sun was setting. I flew all over New Zealand. Saw Hobbit Have you flown thing. to Dubai yet? I've not gone to Dubai. That is one on my list. Um, it's pretty cool to get up high and see the the man made island thing they do. Yeah, that looks really cool. I think, and, and Chris, this is the most use that Bing has gotten in <laughs> ten years. Am I right? For, no, forever. Ouch. Ouch. 
they had forever. Good, they had a good COVID tracker. I used that. Yeah, yeah they did. That, yeah. Um, but I use Bing for nothing. Bill Gates is like, but it's over. No, uh, I almost made another Friends reference, but one per show I think is enough for right now. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, what I like about the game is, John, you know, this, we we uh, we used to have a boss that was a pilot. And yeah, I I've could, actually joked about him playing the game. Yeah, like I could, I could see that, like if he got, if he wanted to, and go spent like you know fifteen hundred two thousand dollars and built himself the full, you know, immersion kit, right, with the rudder pedals and he's got the thrusters that are accurate and you know a stick that resembles what you would find in the plane for most times. He's um, <laughs> John's just got great things going through. John you can mute not, that browser, but John is not focused right now. Right. I he told him out. I've lost humor and I'm on medicine. I cannot carry this show today, John. I need you. <laughs> but like, listen, I got bad news for uh, the boss though, because flight sticks are selling out everywhere. I was going to ask you. If oh you yeah. Flight stick. I was, I looked at him and then I was like, okay, this is going to be something obviously I buy in six months, you know? And, yeah. and that's the good thing about games pass. I don't have to worry about that. Right. You know? Right. So whenever, even though I might not play it every single day, you know, once I see one, I can be like, oh, let's do this and then see if we can go to the next level of reality. But, like, for those people, and I've watched some of them, you know, they have, like, not just the thrusters, pels, and, and joystick, right? They also have, like, buttons and the little kind of, like, <laughs> the little knob thing that you use to no, adjust buttons. your... the. Like, like they could sit there and have the button to say, oh, I need to mix the fuel or, oh, let me push this button... To, you know, lower my flaps or whatever. I, I knew what you meant. But yeah. You were like, you know, that thing that's so sophisticated. The buttons. Only special pilots use the buttons. <laughs> buttons. All the buttons. <laughs> all the buttons that when I'm uh, when I'm flying the plane, I'm just looking around the cockpit and I'm like, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Not going to touch Dude. you. <laughs> yeah, John. Dude. Why don't we say cockpit more? Cockpit. I like, a, I like a good cockpit. I bet you do. Right? Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I bet you do, John. <laughs> Chris, can Inside you, uh, can you, are you able to reenact? Um, I, I think it would be funny if people reenacted like famous scenes from movies, like in Sully, um, when he, when he lands in the, was it the Hudson? Yeah. The Hudson I guess you, it was, it was in, the Hudson. In yeah. theory, you could try. I don't know if the physics would. Listen, it. in this game, you can fly to North Korea. <clears throat> so yes, you can fly to the Hudson. No, no, no. I mean, I mean the water landing. The water landing. I just blurred out. Yeah. Missiles come at you. You're like, what is happening? But yeah, Bing? you you can be the person. Bing. You can be the person that is like our former boss. That if he has all these tools and he understands, hey, this does this. He could pick up any plane probably and figure it out very quickly, right? And turn off all the settings as far as assist. But then you can have a person like me, who's dumb and is trying to learn all this stuff. Um, and it gives you a good basis with training videos right away where you're just flying a Cessna to a point <laughs> like where you can use an Xbox controller and get the basics of flight through that. Right. And then if all you want to do is just have arcadey type fun, right. I want to go to X place and fly over, um, you know, as, as Sean said, like fly over the pyramids or something like that. Right. You know, you could easily set that up, put it on easy mode. Um, use your controller, get in something like a Cessna that's easy to control and you will have zero problems. Uh, I would say within an hour of starting the game, 
right? Yeah, um, there's some. I even skipped the tutorial. Like, yeah, and I kind of figured it out pretty quick. I, I mean, they just—it's so cool and so inviting to to noobs like like you and I. Yeah. Uh, but it does have that. If you want a full immersion, it is yeah. called a simulator, and you can have it. You know, feel to it. So. I think the fun part is when you start moving away from using the the Cessnas that they introduce you to in the beginning and start to say, well, what happens if I go to more powerful things? How do they fly? What happens if I start <laughs> trying to take off and land in, yeah. in harsh elements and, and all that? Because it's the first fun. time I, I, I flew a jet, it did not go well for me because I did not understand how different the how you have to handle it so differently than you would a Cessna, right? Because it's just just little it's tweaks bigger. and it can have yeah have major yeah. ramifications so i had when to learn bigger, you just gotta go a little slower yeah well yeah like i had to learn like <laughs> i had to learn from takeoff like you know okay this is when you put your your engine to max and then like as soon as you get off the ground you're already reducing your your thrusters and then as you yeah. keep going up and leveling off you have to like if you're going to go on long flights you have to learn yourself like how to get to the right uh, level of uh, velocity, right? As far as your engines, but then at the same time, how to tweak like little things on the plane so that you're not consistently getting off course or going to a wrong elevation. Because if you do that, then eventually you're going to have dude from radio tower saying like, Hey man, you're like 10,000 feet. Yeah. You're supposed to be at yeah. like 5,000 feet, man. <laughs> I love, I love landing gear, landing gear, landing, landing gear. gear. <laughs> 500 feet 500 the, the, the system talk to you bro yes they, they let do. you know what's going on um so some of the places i've seen people go to one that really stood out to me was how everybody was nose diving into jeffrey epstein's island yeah i saw that uh, if you because there's <laughs> a thing serious? while there isn't yes. um while there isn't like co co-player you can do a thing that has live players on the map and it's tracking yes. and puts their planes on there. It's just an AI that's doing it though. Yeah. They don't, you don't actually crash mid air, but it, yeah, you can have an experience. Like if you're like in a Cessna and a big 747 flies over you, it's kind of a weird feeling Yes, because you get the sound effect, but yeah, <sighs> you can turn those on. Like Chris said, and, uh, you just go if to you Jeff happen to be at a place. They're just you just go just to Jeffrey. Nose diving. <laughs> you just <laughs> you just get to Jeffrey Epstein's island, and there's like thirty Lear jets just parked on that island. You're like, what is going? But yeah, there anyway. That's what's cool about the game is that you can turn on this live interaction with people. Yeah, you can turn on live weather. You can go to real places, and in, and in a time frame where. Uh, the COVID-19 and everything has you kind of staying at home or only going out when you need to. Exactly. You could throw on a pair of headphones and if you've got games pass and you got a PC with decent technology in it, you can play this game mm -hmm. and you can kind of, you can kind of go anywhere you want to. Yeah. I mean, like I totally get why people love flight simulators because it is kind of chill and relaxing, right? The, the to music, sit there and the vibe, be like, it's, yeah, it's a very, even just dude, some of these flights, like when you go up and you you made a flight path, uh, it's it takes you a little bit to get there, so you're flying. Mm. But the vibe, the music, the scenery. I've had um, have you done and or have you watched anyone do uh any of the like kind of long range mission tours of areas? Because those are cool. I've I've done a couple no, of those now. What is that? Like, like so that. they have ones that like, and these are where they've pretty much rendered the whole entire routes you're going to take. Right. Like, so okay. they look yeah. beautiful. Um, yeah. but like 
the first one I did, uh, it's basically going around the coastline of the Balkans up to like Italy, you know, and the peninsula and all that kind of stuff. Right. So you're just, you, it's a good thing because it's actually teaching you, like you'll have a checklist of like kind of telling you, Hey, this is the way you go. And you can choose to either have guidance that will direct you on a more traditional path, or you can try to read down this checklist to say like, okay, you're going to take off and you're going to hold this heading uh, from the airport for about two minutes, climb to about this elevation. Right. And you're going to start to look in the river and try to see an Island. When you see that Island, you need to turn left at like 65 degrees Northwest. Right. Um, And continue to climb, hold that pattern until you see these two big Hills go between that. And once you've gone to the other side, turn to the right to, you know, 175 degrees northeast and, you know, hold that for about 20 minutes. You know, it, it's it's kind of teaching you in a way how pilots, um, if they're just free fi- flying, I guess, right, would kind of do this, right? Uh, understanding how everything works. I got some bad news, Chris. Uh-oh. Why are you trying to stream things? I'm not. It looks like there's an update already again. Oh, okay. Well, didn't like, we already have? Didn't we already have that? Yeah, I mean, I imagine there's going to be many updates for this. Is game. it because of the Bing Maps, dude? Probably so, buddy. Then, I mean, it has had. Bing? I think on the lower people have lower systems. It's really been taxing. Like even what has been recommended by Microsoft is giving. It's kind of at times it overloads people. Uh, right. You know, on the cards that were recommended, so that kind of sucks. It's definitely well, it's really something. It's something that would make me want to go get a, a one of those new Nvidia cards you're supposed to be announcing next week just to see how the thirty eighty buddy or the thirty ninety. Oh, a thirty ninety in this that would be amazing to turn this all it really would. Ultra. Um, I, I you know we talked about our former boss being a pilot. I also would like to see if I don't think who I'm about to say has a computer, but our friend Eric's brother. Yeah. Because I, I imagine he could game. like go get in the 747 and just be like, what? another day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty cool, uh, guys, if you're listening. Uh, if you actually just search, I'm, I'm doing it right now. I'm going to quit this application. Uh, but I just searched, not in Bing, sorry, Bing, in Google, I searched Microsoft Flight Simulator. Mm-hmm. And of course, the first two you see would be like the Steam store and the Xbox. So you could buy the game. But then some of the stories that pop up, one I've already mentioned about the flight stick selling out. Yeah. Um, and then there was another one where an actual Airbus pilot reviews how accurate the flight simulator is. It's yeah. a really cool video to watch this guy do it. Um, and then every day I, I do this, since the game's come out, there's been really cool news that come out about it. Yeah. So there's a lot of information out there. And, and dudes, if you've got Games Pass, like Chris said, it's on there, on PC Games Pass. Yeah. Just download it, dude. But it's Play been it. um, it's been fun over the week here as I've like, start out and just trying to figure out what's the best way to control these things. Right. Because I was just doing it tr- like solely mouse and keyboard at first. Cause I wasn't sure just how good the, I was going to ask you that. Yeah. yeah. And then once I kind of started to realize, okay, this is okay for the Cessna, but it's sometimes harder for the other, uh, more powerful things to, to be able to handle this and react quickly because like you'd have to be inside the cockpit. Right. And ha! You're using like if you're using keyboard and mouse, right? You have to you have to use the number pad as far as your elevations and turns and all that yeah, it's kind weird. of stuff. Yeah. And then you have to use your mouse to free look around and then like find the throttle 
then left click on the throttle and hold that down as you move it to whatever percentage you're trying to get your engine revved up yep. to or lowered yep. to. So, so did you, so once I started like figuring out, okay, well, how does this work if I do it on my, on my, uh, my Xbox? I was like, oh, okay. This is, this really simplifies things down where the you controller know, you mean? Yeah. Like, well, but yeah, it's you not plug that in and it's great. But it was one of those things like where it's really good for takeoffs, it's really good for landing and turning and things like that, but it wasn't necessarily as perfect like when um so there's a thing called trim. I don't know mm -hmm. if you've dealt with that. Like <laughs> basically when you get up to your Daily. cruising your cruising <laughs> altitude, the idea is that you use trim to make little adjustments on how the plane is leveled so that uh basically it will keep a you know, consistently stay at like sixty nine hundred feet, right? right? Or slightly move to the left or right. Uh, so you're always staying on like the 165 heading that you've been given. Um, so I found that I would use the stuff to take off and, and kind of get myself set. And if I had to make a turn, then I would use the controller then. But then the rest of the time when I was doing trim stuff, I went back to the mouse and keyboard. Right. And like I kind of got into a system where I was using the mouse and keyboard to do these trims on the long elevation parts of the flight while then using my uh my hand on my controller to to adjust the velocity of the plane as I needed and it was like okay so you know like even though I don't have a joystick yet like a true traditional one I felt like over the course of the week because of that I became a hell of a lot better at this game than I was say on day one to the point like where I took off from our local airport and just went to Atlanta and I had a direct line that I held the whole entire time at the appropriate uh flight you know, uh, altitude. And then also when I got to Atlanta, got put into a holding pattern and knew how to circle around and, you know, get myself to where when I was finally cleared to land, I was like, you know, arriving on the right land, uh, airstrip on the, at the airport and going to the right gate and all that kind of stuff. So it was, yeah, it could be, it can actually be that detailed. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, some of the people, if you turn on that live look again of pilots, they're just landing wherever the hell they want to. Exactly. <laughs> which is Epstein. Which is quite it's quite funny. Um, hey, Chris, what's your perspective? Is it first person or do you get a full view of the plane? You can change. So the default yep. is you're just in the cockpit. Um, <laughs> and like from the cockpit, you can kind of easily maneuver around. Like there's a view that goes direct up onto the controls. So if you're wondering about your levels and, and certain things like that, um, you could see that much more clearly. The traditional is just like, think of it like if this is your head, right? This would be the window is what you're seeing up here. So everything below is the plane. So I'm basically yeah, around the, my the nose. and screens yeah. and yeah. So you yep. can't see like perfectly out the window, but there is an option to push up on it. And then uh, I think it's the end button you just hit and that automatically takes you to a third uh, person perspective on the outside of the plane, which is primarily I like, I like after I take off, that's what I go to. Yeah. I, and I actually like going back and forth. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you're set and you're traveling, sure. Pop it back out in that third. Um, when you're tinkering with things like you're finding your, when you first get in the plane, you want to find your brake release and see where your throttle is and all of your different buttons. Yeah. Then you're, you're inside looking around and everything, but, uh, it's very cool. Uh, the game is, is definitely, I have not played it as much as Chris. I'm not going to be reviewing it today as far as the score. Um, but I've watched a ton of it, a ton of it to know a lot about it. Um, and it, it's, it's fun to watch. It's very peaceful. 
Yeah. It reminds me of kind of like how Animal Crossing came out and the world was such a just such a mess, so much going on. We needed a peaceful game mm-hmm. that was relaxing and you know, this is a peaceful, fun game where you can go see stuff. If you want you can to see the world. If you want, yeah. If or you or you can try to do these landing challenges where it's like a middle of a blizzard and you've got an <laughs> elevated runway and that's very short. Uh welcome to <laughs> Richard Airline. Uh, we're yeah. your pilots. Chris, Sean, and John. <laughs> John will be around with refreshments shortly. Oh. <laughs> hey guys, what do y'all what do y'all what are y'all's thoughts on who the developer ended up being? Because I thought that was pretty that is that is just the most random thing ever, right? I think Microsoft should buy a Sobo Studios. So for folks who don't know, Sobo Studios are the, are the folks who did the Plague's Tale last year. Um, and Yeah, they were founded in France. Yes, they are France. <laughs> They're France. Um, and it's just, that's so crazy to me that, you know, you're working on this kind of narrative. I wouldn't say it's like a fully story game, right? It has gameplay to it. Um, but it's definitely a narrative heavy game. Um to go from that to now saying, yep, we're going to make a full flight simulator. <laughs> it's so weird. But uh, it, I think it shows that, you know, these guys are very talented. And if you give them a task, they seem to know that if they take something on, how to approach it and and get it knocked out, right? So I, I, I yeah. really do believe this. Like, Microsoft should go buy that studio if they're willing. You know, I, I I'm not saying that they should only make flight simulator games for the rest of their time, but it's clear that they know how to handle tasks and they also have visions for their own games that turn out pretty dang good as well. Right. I'll cool. say this. I just, as you're talking, I go to a, a Sobo studio.com. And if, if you're going there because of the game, they have a big pop-up that says, if you need flight sim support, click here. And then, um, they actually have an email to the support team, which is pretty dope. So, uh, Kudos to them. Sobo, right? Kind of makes me want Chipotle. Because <laughs> they've got they got a dobo chicken, but I get yeah. pulled beef, so I don't know why. Barbacoa. I get the barbacoas mm. in my mouthpiece. And it's delicious. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's, so, it's good, man. So I would say, as far as a Richard is concerned for this at this point, um. I mean, like, I guess in a way it would kind of be what What do you want out of it, right? Like, is it the most perfect game ever made? No. Yes. Um, but from a technical standpoint, it is probably one of the it's most... It's pretty good. Yeah. Team. It, it's probably one of the most impressive things I've seen this generation because this feels like it should be next gen. It does not feel like it belongs uh in this reality right now. This should be a game that comes out in four or five years. And the fact it that it does this, look very clean. Yeah, very yeah. good, very clean. Yeah. Like I imagine in the future you will start to see the future. You will start to see games start to use a lot of this kind of stuff that they are using in it. Uh maybe not to recreate the world, right? But to for instance, like I can imagine five years Ubisoft when they're making an Assassin's Creed game before they've had to scale everything, right? I I would think this might help them be able to take a massive city like, say, London or Paris or New York and be able to, you know, scan it and recreate it in a way where working with the cloud, it can consistently update and uh, 
and take some load off of the system itself uh, <laughs> so it can focus on other things. So I, I'm excited to see like how this eventually works into mainstream, I guess, what I would call gaming culture. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would say a 10 out of 10 because there are some technical issues, at least right now at launch, but uh, uh, yeah, it's a strong nine. And I think from a technical nine! aspect, <laughs> from a technical aspect, it's probably a 10 on that point. Sean, if that sound effect was an accident, it was perfect. Uh, right. No, I, I timed it. It was legit. Did you? But yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. Sque- it, I, look, because you can squeeze it. Yeah. My, my daughter got me this. You can squeeze it. And it lights up. There you go. So I was like, I was under, I was like under here going, nine. See? Did it again. What if I had done a five? Well, that was not, you were not getting the sound effect. <laughs> But yeah, that's Microsoft Life Simulator. Go uh, go get it if you've got a PC that can handle it, and it's on Games Pass. And I believe it's supposed to, Yes, I think next year it's supposed to come to Series X. I don't know about the other ones. but It would be a cool launch title, I think, to kind of show what the Series X could do from power standpoint-wiseness. Sure. They're like, we just want the system <laughs> to work. Uh, we'll get to that later. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, you want to do some some news, Sean? News! You remember? Wait, I do. What's that? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! There was a peak. <laughs> The way we've been doing it lately because of that, John, is I've just been going, no! Yeah, we don't hear you. I was very nervous during the intro. You remember how when you have sound running? Yeah. Uh, we didn't hear anything. Yeah, it was Toward- peaking on your end, right? I don't even know what it was. It was silence. So if silence means peaking, then yes. There you go. But once you started talking about, you know, and... <laughs> <laughs> you knew i knew what was up it was good uh so i'm going are we are we still a go uh i'm a, i'm going like the game awards if you like i like this because i i haven't even pulled up i'm just gonna let you read me the show notes yeah uh jeff keekley oh i'm sorry keely they made fun of me that i couldn't read anymore so i had to flub his name has revealed that they still plan to make the game awards happen in 2020 it is slated to be exclusively online. That's the internet that Al Gore invented. And it's set to be the biggest one yet. That's what she said. According to an interview with IGN, quote, what I will say about it is we have a very interesting plan for the show this year. We're definitely doing it. Yeah. A lot of people are asking, are you delaying it? The Oscars are being postponed. Are you postponing the game awards? We are absolutely not. We'll share more in the coming weeks about it, but it's actually probably going to be our biggest show yet. We are obviously not going to have 10,000 people, and they had that many? It sure looked empty. Uh, in a room together, physically for the show, but I think you'll see a little bit of this with how we do Gamescom. We're definitely doing more uh, than just me in a room announcing winners. <laughs> that's so funny, because that's what they do. I'm really passionate about doing the show live versus something pre-recorded, so yeah. We're working on some scenarios for ways we can present the show live with a bit of a spectacle to people. 
without the public being able to buy tickets to come to the show and things like that this year. <laughs> Yay. They will yeah. also be getting uh, that guy from Community to come back. Joe McHale. That would be great. That would just be wonderful. I imagine um, it will be, you know, it, it could be cool because I would I would think you would do it like where, yeah, like you'd have someone present the award and then like maybe go to a live shot of the studio's office, right, of all the developers and have them accept it and talk. Um, they know. could just do how the uh, conventions are doing and just do it all like that. Like yeah. Like recorded videos and, yeah, you know. A guy you like standing in the darkness till they announce him, and he walks up to a podium. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. I don't know what the transitions are, John. Don't we don't, we don't, we don't listen. There's no transitions. There's a lot of rumors about when I was coming back or what was wrong with me, but you well, always like, put those to rest. You know, nobody cares about your rumors, but we do care about rumors. Yeah. Switch. Do you care about Rumor Willis? Um, no. She's but according to new reports, Sean, Nintendo will launch a new version of the Nintendo Switch in early 2021. According to Economic Daily News, the new version of the console will enter production later this year and will plan to launch at retail in the first quarter of 2021. That's uh, probably before uh, Halo Infinite ever comes out. The report claims to have sources in the supply chain. As of now, there's only rumor of improved, quote, interactivity and a better quality display. So far, there are no confirmations if this will be a more powerful machine although uh later on today i did read uh wall street journal report saying that it was indeed going to be more powerful indeed possibly uh, be able to do 4k i read that as well 4k yes. oh 4k one stock okay that would be cool yeah. then like to have yeah, cool. if they could have 4k on there when it's stocked and then maybe upgrade the screen from 720 and 1080p right no it'll be 2k one it's when it's handheld 2k is just fine buddy i'm telling you <laughs> Right here. This is a 2K right here. It's just yeah. it's just fine. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's a $400 um, monitor. <laughs> which one is? Whatever you're looking at. <laughs> is it what monitor? I said it's a $400 monitor, whatever you're on. Yours is like a $1,000 one, right? We're not talking about my monitor. Right. I have a family and kids, Chris. We have to eat. Hey, hey. No, no. I'm just saying, saying like, I don't think Chris, the Switch is going to have monitor? a $400 monitor on there. <laughs> Chris, did you get a new monitor? The one I've had. He's had one. Yeah. The Dell. Okay. Yeah. Let's not talk about my monitors. Let's talk about your monitors. Yeah. Adele looks good, don't she? She really does. (laughs) She does. Why is my mom calling me? Doesn't she know I'm doing a podcast? She probably doesn't. I haven't done one in four months. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Math. (laughs) Math be hard, yo. But not Yakuza. Wait, Yakuza is hard. That was a terrible transition. Yakuza release date has been announced by Sega. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon will be released on November 13th. The game will be released on Xbox One, PS4, and PC platforms and also promises a day one release for Xbox Series X with the PS5 version possibly coming later. Um, It depends on the foreplay. Yakuza Like a Dragon will be the first mainline Yakuza game to feature English language voice acting since 2005. 
I was 25 years old then. Depressing. I will be featured in the cast. See, uh, I would do a see John George Takayas, but oh he my. knows George Takayas. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> How much That's do you think they would have to pay him just to say that in the game? <laughs> I don't know. A couple hundred bucks. <laughs> I, hate, I hate George Takay. Anyway. George Tacky. Um, this, remember, one, this will be my first Yakuza game. Well, it's, we're, we're going to make some folks happy because we've had people write in and say stuff like, you guys should play Yakuza. Yeah, we John, get that a lot. John, there's Yakuza on Games Pass. Go play it. No, no, no dude. We got to play Shing. <laughs> Shing. Watch. A- you're going to love Shing, John. Watch Shing. That's going to be great. Resounding 68 on Metacritic <laughs> or something. Really? I have no look idea. Look it up? <laughs> no. Oh, I got to look it up. I got to look That'll it up. Be, well, no. well, John. That'd be funny, huh? though. Shing. Not on Shing. Metacritic. Shing's on Steam. Oh, it's currently uh, Yeah, it came out on the 28th. I had no idea. That's, well, it's not that day That's yet. not yet. Yeah. It comes out on the 28th, John. Ooh, the gameplay live, John. That's all I'm saying, bro. Whoops, sorry. There you go again. How much is this thing? That's no price. I, I, dude, I'm playing Shing. Shing looks hype. Does not appear that Shing is yet appearing on Metacritic. Yeah, it's not out yet. There's yeah. no uh it's it's fine if they don't do like pre release reviews, dudes. It's always good when they do that. Battle right? toads. Okay. Yeah. Well, right. It depends on whether you want to pay them to review your game or not, you know? Yeah. Like Naughty Dog. What we know how that we know how that works. Speaking of paid, what? Gotham Knights. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, nothing. <laughs> after after years of frustrating Twitter teases, uh, five times Twitter teases, Twitter teases. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> I thought I could. Thought I could. Twitter that teases. was gonna get bad. Twitter teases, Twitter teases, Twitter teases. Twitter teases. <laughs> uh, w game WB Games Montreal has revealed Gotham Knights, set for release in 2021. Uh, for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. The game will feature two-player online co-op, five boroughs of Gotham City for players to explore, a bat cycle, and tons of combat and gear. Where do they get those wonderful toys? Playable characters will be Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin. Batman Dead. Robin. Robin. Batman is dead, and these characters are tasked with the legacy of the Batman and keeping Gotham safe. Also as heavily rumored... Uh, the game will feature a major role for the Court of Owls. The game's setting apparently does not exist in the Arkham universe. Uh, according to WB Montreal, the decision to kill Batman was a, was a desire to provide a Gotham setting that takes away, quote, any certainty, any feeling of safety in its world, end quote. This game looks dope. It does Code look really black. good. Yes. I don't believe them in the sense of why they removed Batman. I think they they removed him because Kevin Conroy kind of said like I'm done doing this, <laughs> and then like once you realize that's the realization, you're like, okay, who do we cast as the voice of Batman for this? The same person you cast as Batman in Arkham Origins, which was not Kevin Conroy. Yeah, but he was an excellent Batman. I think Batman is not dead. I think he's uh, being saved for a plot probably in the Court of Owls. Yeah. My personal opinion but i do appreciate um 
the desire to expand on the uh, quote unquote Batman family. I would like to see Azrael and maybe some others in a, a DLC expansion. That would be cool. But this game is a day one buy for me. I've been waiting for something from this studio for a long time and now I've got it and it's not exactly what I thought it was going to be, but it looks dope. Yeah. Uh, it looked really pretty. It did. It did. I thought overall this weekend DC had a really good weekend. Probably the best they've had in a very long time. <laughs> Thanks to the Snyder cut. No. That was the one thing I did not care about. I was sorry. I'll watch That's because it. you don't you don't care about DC. I do love it, but I mean, like it's Zack Snyder, and I've seen that movie. And when you hear the story of why he got replaced in a way, or was on the way out before he had his tragedy and all that, you just go, "I wonder how much is really there." Then you know, it's kind of like I'm not gonna hype it up in my mind. I'll just like come out and I'll watch it. I got HBO Max. Yeah, you know, it's a four hour movie. Yeah, <laughs> apparently it'll be a main series for me. But, you know, it was more of like for, I guess, the stuff they actually talked about was more of like, you know, of course, the Batman and then getting some idea of what the Flash movie is going to be. And, of course, Wonder Woman 1984. Like, those were, I thought everything I heard this weekend from all Did that stuff. Did you see the, uh, the Wonder Woman 84 Xbox they have out? I saw that. Yeah. I don't like it. thing looks horrible. That is yeah. a yeah. horrid thing. It's that, no that, uh, promotion. It's no it's no Star Wars like R two D two Xbox. Yeah, it's it's atrocious. They should actually remove twenty million in sales from Xbox because of that thing. I mean, that's just gross. It, <laughs> so, it doesn't look it, good. Watch it, can, watch it be you know the what though? It's got a lasso of truth. I bet. So there. <laughs> I don't know. At least we're getting at least uh, two more iterations of Ben Affleck's Batman before we're subjected to scrawny Robert Pattinson. Is it I thought two? The Rob Pattinson was a one off. Just like the new, because there are a uh, HBO Max has a show coming um, that's based on that universe about Jim Gordon. And I think they've already said that they're playing to do a trilogy for, with this. That's I didn't know something. That. Like that's good info, yeah. Chris. Like the whole entire idea. It, idea Chris of theorizes this. that they're going to use Flash to cancel Ben Affleck and replace with Robert Pattinson in the in the DC timeline. Uh, yeah, that's a theory I definitely have. Like I could see it. Because they've said this is independent from the DCU, right? But on the other hand, I'm thinking you're going to have to replace definitely Affleck. Probably it sounds like still Henry Cavill's checking out too. So you kind of have an out here if you want. And if like you wanted to say, hey, let's figure out a way to bring in Green Lantern and maybe keep Ryan Reynolds, but not the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern. Um <laughs> Maybe they can do that too. So there's, there's a lot of possibilities. That, uh, Henry Cavill confirmed that he was returning as Superman. He's talking about yeah. I haven't seen anything set in stone though. Like I don't know. We'll see. I think he's playing it by ear. But you guys remember Sharon Stone and Basic Instinct, huh? <laughs> huh? But we'll see. It's good stuff. Either way, that Batman trailer. <laughs> What's that's, happening? I'm waiting for that. She well, she crossed her legs, right? All the boys raved about it. Um, but Suicide Squad, right? Mm-hmm. We're back. We're back on track, guys. Speaking yeah. of other things, DC had. Yeah, uh, Rocksteady has re- has revealed Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Shown shown during the game's DC Fandome panel, the channel the trailer reveals playable characters: Harley Quinn, <clears throat> Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and King Shark. 
alongside a 2022 release window. It's a long way away for me. In the story, Superman has become evil and the squad is tasked with killing the Justice League. It's also suggested that Brainiac is involved in turning the Justice League into villains. The game will be set in an open world metropolis with each character having, quote, their own unique moveset with enhanced traversal abilities to freely explore the dynamic open world of Metropolis, mm-hmm. along with a variety of weapons to customize and skills to master. Uh, the game will be a one to four player experience, and the game is set in the Batman Arkham universe, Ooh. unlike Gotham Knights. That is true. So I, there's that. I will pay it, play this just because it's rock steady, <laughs> and the that's idea, a good reason. The idea of fighting like you know. I don't know how they're going to fight Superman. That'll be an interesting one. but Because uh, he should win every time. Yes, he should. He literally should win every single time. Same In with theory. the Flash. Uh, but, you know, some of these are ones like... Uh, it would be cool if like they put like someone like Green Arrow in there and battling that. That could be a really fun fight. But either way, Rockstage just seems to... I don't know. They, they're a studio that... I think when Arkham came out back in 2010, was it, John? Somewhere in there, right? Um, I don't think yeah. everyone thought that they wanted a Batman game at that point. Like they, there was very little faith that that was going to be a great Batman game or something like that, because just how many times we've been disappointed before and they showed everyone, no, we, we can make clear visions and deliver on them, uh, and you know, make something that is unique. And I feel like if they're doing this, it's for the same reasons. They're like, Hey, we want to make something unique. And I have to say, the plot of this fits Suicide Squad. Like, this is literally sounding like a Suicide Squad mission. So, you know, uh, it looks like it will be fun. And it's shining a light on some of maybe the lesser known people. Obviously, you got Harley Quinn and Deadshot up in there. But uh, I don't think many people know King Shark. And unless you're a Flash fan, I don't think you really know Boomerang that much either. Well, I mean, I- I'm o- I'm I'm... Because it's rock steady, I'm 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 open to be convinced, mm-hmm. but it's hard to care about this when I just I I don't think Suicide Squad is relevant enough to be to be a game like this, but mm-hmm. it is rock steady. I I'm I'm sure I can be convinced. I just don't understand why this is a seven year development cycle for this game. Mm-hmm. Arkham, Arkham Knight came out in 2015. They've had five years to work on this game, and we don't get to see it until 2022. Yeah. That's weird to me. That's, that's, that's insane to me. It's almost like they've been spending the past two or three years trying to figure out whether they wanted to do a Superman game, whether they wanted to do a justice league game, mm-hmm. when settling on this, such a, to me, just a random thing with suicide squad. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to like the characters I play as, although that's not a necessary requirement per se but there's no i don't i I don't like these characters i don't care you don't like harley quinn not at all you don't like captain boomerang i like her her, this sounds bad i like her in her place with 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 the joker personality i don't think um i don't think she's interesting on her own i really don't Mm, interesting i don't know we'll see i I almost yeah i agree with you i bet you they spent a couple of years Trying to figure out, like, yeah, what do we want to do? And it might have also been this thing where they're like, hey, guys, we can't do what we want to do on this generation's 
you know, power level, right? Like as far as what the consoles can do. And it very they very well might have said, let's yeah. just go ahead and hang back and start predicting what the next generation is going to feature, right? And then now that they've gone closer to it, they, they can really start to ramp up. So, right, I could see this game not starting development till 2018 at the earliest, right? And therefore, when you say it's coming out in 2022, you're like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. Like five years of hard development on this, right? So, who open knows? world Metropolis could be cool too. So, that is true. Yes. Anything open world's good, John. <laughs> just saying. That's what I add to the conversation that you boys just had about the whole universe. Mm-hmm. That's what I brought to the table. Welcome back, Sean. Also, I wonder if they're banking a little bit that James Gunn is going to make Suicide Squad big. Who? So, because he's kind of got a track record. Um, (laughs) If you're a Black Ops fan, we got some good news for you. Um, Rumors have circulated that the new Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is a direct sequel to 2010's Call of Duty Black Ops. A description has been found in data mined files following an update that arrived to Modern Warfare. The description notes that Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is the, quote, direct sequel to the original and fan favorite call of duty black ops black ops cold war will drop fans into the depths of the cold war's volatile uh, geopolitical battle of the early 1980s nothing is ever as it seems Mm -hmm. in a gripping single player campaign where players will come face to face with historical figures and hard truths as they battle around the globe through iconic locales like east berlin Vietnam, Turkey, the Soviet KGB headquarters, and much more. Grenada. (laughs) (laughs) A leaked snippet from Warzone appears to confirm Sergeant Frank Woods as a Demon Dogs operator and will be a pre-order bonus character available to players who purchase the ultimate edition of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Money. (laughs) I'm totally fine with this and... I was always amazed whenever they made Black Ops 2 that didn't continue pretty close to after the events of the first game. So, good move on their part. Hopefully, they cover some cool stuff. For yeah, hopefully, they're, I mean, they're doing a lot of good things right now with Call of Duty. Hopefully, this is another one. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about John, but I kind of like the, the historical, you know, 1980s with Gorbachev and Reagan and, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> John has no desire to play this. I love that. I love you guys so much. But yeah, it should be fun. Um, you know, they say the new Russian guy was from the Soviet KGB, right? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? No, they, the new Russian guy. <laughs> yeah, He's the new really guy has been in power yeah, for almost twenty years now. For, yeah, but uh, I'm probably uh not gonna play that game. <clears throat> I don't. I don't think I, I will. I don't know. I mean, I've just, like when, when I play Call of Duty now, it's Warzone. Yeah. You know, uh, if I and that was because it was free. <laughs> I like free stuff. Weekly free chat. There you go. <laughs> Told you, Games Pass chat, bro. Um, <laughs> look, you need to quit. Um, uh, I, I, I was gonna say something about backing, but it wouldn't have made sense. So. Well, uh, you, you could have said it, it sounds like it's going to be epic. I could have just said epic. 
It's that simple, uh, Sean. Uh, why did I pick backs as my word to try to pivot with? More importantly, why are you here? Microsoft Microsoft has filed a statement, quote, in support of Epic's request to keep access to the Apple SDK for its Unreal Engine, end quote. According to the statement from Microsoft, Epic Epic having access to the latest Apple tech is, quote, the right thing for gamers, uh, for gamer developers and gamers, end quote. Phil Spencer shared the filing via Twitter, which states that Unreal Engine is, quote, critically uh, critical technology for numerous game creators, including Microsoft. Indeed, Unreal Engine remains one of the top choices for developers that offer the versatility and, quote, functionality that Unreal Engine offers on multiple platforms. Furthermore, Microsoft has a lot of investment in the use of the engine for many games under its umbrella of development. Did you guys watch Umbrella Academy too? <laughs> Oh, that that doesn't tie into what he just read, does it? Um, how, do you think this is a good move? I, I, I think it's a move they had to yeah. make. I mean, if you're okay. Microsoft and you have most of your stuff based in Unreal, yeah, you'd probably be kind of upset yeah. if at the end of this month they had pulled everything off the App Store that you're using, right? That's not good for your users. No, it's not good business. No. But they won't have to. I don't know. Do, do you guys miss playing Fortnite on your Apple device? Uh, <laughs> does Aiden miss playing Apple uh, or uh, Fortnite? Oh, yeah, that's a good. That's the that's the better question. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the I kids. Don't, I don't know that he's noticed. Um, I think. I don't. I think it's still there if, as long as you don't update it. Mm. Um, for real. Yeah. As 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 if you downloaded the game prior to all this thing going down, all you as soon as you update it, it go is uh, it goes away. Ah, yeah, like but I guess you can't probably connect oh, to the uh, yeah. to the servers or anything, though. I would think, right? So, I don't know. I, I don't know. He he's been playing other things, um, other than Fortnite. But I mean, to to me, the, the, the hero. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, it, you know, it almost it, it's like it's like Microsoft got its headlines taken away from it because Fortnite did something to Apple instead of Microsoft. But Microsoft, you know, if they wanted this to be effective, I would. If if they wanted this to go away, I if I, if I were Microsoft, I'd just sue Epic. So you have, you have, you have a court battle with Apple. Now you have a court battle with Microsoft. Epic would have to retract everything from the Apple Store, thus allowing Apple to reinstate everything that Microsoft wants them to restate. Reinstate. They want them to settle. Or actually, really, they I probably. Know. I think they want Epic to win. <laughs> That's probably what, what they want. What was that last part? They want Epic to win. Oh. They remember what this was like. <laughs> they want these people, like Google and and them, to to feel the same thing they felt in the nineties. Be like, hey, mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to dominate a PC space. Why? Why should they be allowed to do this? So Microsoft wasn't allowed to dominate a PC space. Microsoft member in the nineties went to battle against the U S and it was mainly because everyone was worried that windows was forming a monopoly of what could be on a PC OS. And Mm -hmm. the famous case was basically Netscape who ended up failing mainly because of Netscape, like made a better browser. They were way ahead of internet Explorer. Uh, But basically Windows was putting up every wall possible um, 
you know, trying to keep them from being the more dominant web browser. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, in the end they had to end up selling for a good bit. And I think they got maybe some of it reversed once Bill kind of realized that how everyone else was seeing this for them. But it's like, it's the reason why, you know, like for instance, when you're on your computer, right? Like the equivalent of this would be if Microsoft had won all this, you could argue that anything that windows is being used for has to get a cut. (laughs) Right. Like, and that's not the case. That's not what they do. So like, for instance, say I was going to, uh, Amazon and buying something through Amazon, but I'm on a windows OS device, right? You could make a case that they say, well, Amazon has to give us 30% of that sale. That would have been potentially what could have happened back then if they had had their way. Yeah. So, you know, I think they're now looking at this and going, we don't do this. We weren't allowed to do all this. (laughs) Why are they, what makes them different? And it, I mean, it's a good ethical uh, conundrum for the courts. I I kind of agree with Platt, though, especially after the next news story that you got. Um, I think Apple will settle just because it's in their best interest too. They'll figure something out. Next story. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn? Yeah, it's my I was, turn. Sorry, I was just, I was, I, I remember. It is my turn. I slip. You didn't do anything wrong, John. That's me. No, I'm talking, I'm talking about, uh, I, I remembered Platt. The court rules to your favor, okay? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, the court rules to Apple, and an, uh, an early victory has been granted to Apple regarding the reinstatement of Fortnite. The court has ruled that it does not immediately reinstate Fortnite on its app store. It was not a total loss for Epic, as the court also granted Epic's request for a temporary order blocking Apple from limiting the game developer's ability to provide Unreal Engine, key graphics technology, uh, for other apps. It was noted by the court that neither victories for either side represents a clear trajectory of outcome. There will be another hearing on September 28th, and uh, ghost of the show Chris has agreed to attend. I have? (laughs) <laughs> where's the where, where am i flying to uh, the subpoena is coming soon oh and you'll be flying uh via microsoft flight aviator <laughs> actioncom.net simulator i'll put my uh and, my glasses uh, on my aviator yeah <laughs> we good to go yeah and i need to tell you unless we talk a little bit more on this before i forget chris that was the the pre to the last oh, okay. okay so the next gotcha. one will be gotcha. the last like a good pre yeah, I they're, think, they're um, like I said, I think after this, that was the only threat to Epic, I thought, in all of this, as far as that may deter them, is if they had actually agreed to pull everything that was Unreal related. And I didn't think that was going to happen. I wasn't really shocked when, you know, he said like, hey, let's let the court argue this out. And I also wasn't surprised that Fortnite isn't suddenly coming back, right? Um, I was actually surprised to be quite honest with you, because mm-hmm. it's Fortnite, but that lets me, to me, that lets me know that the hype mm-hmm. has died way down. Mm. Maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong on that. Um, I think if this was a different time when Fortnite was at its peak, and Ninja was playing it every day, and it was the number one game every all the time, and everybody, you know, uh, that this may be a little, just a little different. I don't know why I think that. The court looks at things, and they're not skewed by 
you know, public opinion or anything like that, but I just feel like it would have been different. Um, could be wrong, but thank you for uh, going to court, man. You're fantastic. Yeah. I'll let you know. To me, public opinion is based on which one they think is more evil. And they base that on which one has less billions. (laughs) Right. And at this point, like which is more evil. Yeah. Fortnite has less billions. So they've got to be the better party here. And I just, it seems like that's what they, that's what, that's what people rationalize. Is Fortnite still in the beta? (laughs) Yes. It's still in the beta. Yeah. Uh, Like I said, I think, I think they'll sell this out. They're going to sell this out. Everyone will figure out something. Like, what does settle out mean for this? Does that I, mean I think corn? more than likely, like the big thing I think above all else that was an issue in this was that they were selling those V Bucks through their store at a lower rate than what was being sold at the Apple store. And I think if I'm Apple, in the end, you say, "Fine, we'll allow this, but you have to be same price across all your markets. You can't, you can't just give yourself a bonus on that." Now, Epic could choose to take that fight, right? But of course. Then you risk, well, what happens if you lose? Then maybe you just never have another Epic game that can go on iOS or Google platforms uh, because maybe they just are like, no, screw you. We're not going to be with you anymore. On the flip side, if you're Apple and you really push this, you know, I was reading up on it more this week and like there are two major antitrust lawyers. Like this is not some rinky ding thing. Like from what I was reading as far as lawyers, like they got an A-list team for their support as far as Epic is concerned. So the worst case scenario is, like I said, a judge comes back and says, no, you are not allowed to regulate any of this, right? You're not allowed You're not allowed to dictate what people do on their own platforms once they buy the app from your store or just download the app from your store. You are a browser. You are not, you know, you're not the service as far as what's actually being provided. And that's the case, we've kind of said, that's a huge, huge, huge loss for Apple in terms of monetary value. And second, it could really open the door for certain people that once they get an app onto the iOS store and the Google store, that then, you know, they have free reign to take whatever they want to to basically get as much money out of their users as possible, right? And there's nothing that Google and, and iOS could do to, to shut them down probably at that point. So if you're Apple you take the small hit and I think you move on because there's so much more money to still be made. I think you're right. I think, I think Apple can go all the way and actually destroy Epic. I really I think, think you're right too. They could. Uh, I mean, you come if, if it comes down to that engine and I don't let Epic do anything related to unreal on my, on my app store, mm-hmm. Epic's toast. It, it, it's, it's typically a matter. And I, and I, and I'm not, I'm not able to find what, what Platt wrote. So I, I don't know what he said, but it just seems to me that Epic has the most to lose here. How? Like you're I talking their engine can, their inability for others to use yeah. for, for app developers, for game developers who would like to use the app store to be unable to use that engine for those games. That seems to have a crippling effect that but, could have a very crippling effect on Epic. I wouldn't think so though, because I mean, while yes, that that's a market for them, and it would definitely, I'm sure, be a hit to some degree, right? Primarily, they're as far as the licensing of their engines and stuff like that. It primarily is going through consoles and PC, and of course, their cash cow. The reason why they're even able to do this is Fortnite, and that's not going to be affected 
long term because the majority of people are playing where they're playing on their PC or their consoles for those games. So I, mean, I would me, agree with you, but Microsoft has already demonstrated in the previous news piece that this would be devastating. Yeah, they're saying that. I, the I, games industry. I think for them, they're also using a little bit of hyperbole there, if we're being honest, because I think they're trying to be behind Epic. But mm-hmm. um, on the flip side of it, though, like I said, for Apple, you're talking about maybe what is 10 to 15 percent, you know, of one of the largest companies in the world potentially being affected and that's that's why like that that's where you see why they will probably resolve this before it gets to court because epic is just one thing that could hit them if this goes wrong for them and if you're lawyers you're going to probably lay that out to them and say this is what you choose to risk if you go this and there it's not like there's no precedent as i said you look at Microsoft and all the issues they went through in the 90s, and we've seen a bunch of others who have gone through it since. You know, sometimes when you get in front of judges and, and juries and stuff, people aren't necessarily very sympathetic to the trillion-dollar-worth company, right? Well, yeah, I, I understand that, and you're right, but I think you're underestimating what a deep, deep cut this would be for them because they wouldn't be just compromising with Epic this decision would force them to compromise with every other developer who has in-game purchases. And that represents billions of dollars to their annual revenue. For sure. And that would be serious, serious damage to Apple's bottom line. I know we're talking about billions of dollars, Mm -hmm. but that is a, that has a, that has a crippling effect. If you decrease that by 15%. That's true. Look, what's 15% of a billion, you know what I'm saying? And then multiply that by eight and then double. 150 million. And then, you know, that's what John's talking about, man. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a potential hit, but I think the larger one outweighs it by so much more. You're talking about not just 15% of a hit. You're talking about, we're talking, you know, billions upon billions of dollars where if all of a sudden you don't have to have any link whatsoever to the iOS store, because I imagine with most apps, regardless people will probably just go through the iOS store regardless uh, or, or, you know, even if there is another option, I don't think there's going to be a need for everything to go through there. But if people can completely circumnavigate that and say, we don't even have to link up to them. We don't have to even say that's an option anymore, even though it's on their platform, then you're talking, I think far worse. I think it was John earlier who said the word bonus. I don't know why he said it, mm-hmm. but every time I hear that word recently, I think of the video bonus question in Cash Cab. <laughs> so then I think of Ben Bailey. <laughs> ben <laughs> Show's Bailey. great, guys. Just saying. Oh lord. So I gotta great. do it. I gotta do the thing. I gotta. I gotta go on mute. Okay. Um, the, the wife just opened the door. I'm sure she doesn't want to be on the show, but yes, it's now finally this week. Bye. Finally, this week. It's you. Hey, the Lord of the Rings. Hey. Gollum. So according to a developer, Lord of the Rings Gollum will mix Prince of Persia-like stealth action and will feature a branching narrative and expand on J.R.R. Tolkien's story to make this fit inside the books. 
The game will have a mixture of stealth action and interactive narrative gameplay. More importantly, they are trying to build a character in Gollum that you actually want to spend time with. According to uh, Didalic, uh, the game mixes uh, stealth with vertical climbing parkour. If you want a reference to... Uh, if you want a reference, you might think of it as similar to Prince of Persia. It is mostly a non-combat game, but Gollum uh, will be able to stealthily take out enemies. However, this will not be easy and always come with big risks. We want players to carefully weigh in these encounters. After all, Gollum's strengths lie in cunning, not combat. I find it challenging the task of making Gollum uh, likable. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You know. I don't know. I felt bad for him when they showed the flashback. Like, uh, the yeah, I feel like Pierre Jackson did a good job. I mean, even though you knew sympathetic is one thing, making yeah. him likable is a completely other thing. Hey, when he had that fish, two and things, he, and he was asking, and when he was asking, "What's Tulters?" You know, like those are golden moments right there. Yeah, I struggle through the. The worst thing about Two Towers is the. There's nothing. The Frodo, the Frodo storyline. I'm just like, I don't care about you guys, even though you're pivotal to what this is. I don't care about oh, y'all. But he gets the best speech. Well, Sam gets the best speech, right? Oh, Sam. No, what is it? That there's worth some good worth doing in this world. <laughs> um, I just remember. I just remember. I, I yeah, I leave. don't. I don't know how this is gonna turn out. It. It's already a little bit jarring because, of course, kind of similar to the Avengers uh, dilemma. I think people have an idea of what Gollum looks like at this point because of Pierre Jackson, right? Well, dude, so, so some of the best games I remember playing were the Lord of the Rings games during the movies. True. Those were so much fun. I don't know. I played those games for hours. I, look, I hope it's good. You know, cause anything that's Lord of the Rings, yeah, that is good content. You know, I'll give it my time. So. I'm rooting for it. I just named my Richard Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Cockpit alert. Yeah. Ah, you, so this is where I go. Back. This is where huh? I go. Do you guys want to wrap this up? And I go, never. And John Maybe goes. Should, just to be safe. There we go. People, when they feel like writing us, write us at weeklygameschat@gmail.com. And yes, even do. though there was like a tease on Twitter that someone was coming back, nothing. You just nothing. ungrateful mother! You son of a! Listen, I teased like days ago for this. Days, days, and nothing. Days were just gone. Nothing. It's fine. Yeah, but uh fine. like like Chris said, if you ever want to write us in, you know our email address, weeklygameschat at gmail dot com. It's OG at this point. Um we're in a legal battle with Chris off air to make it ours officially. It will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> I've so got too many things to... in my personal life linked to that mail. We're box. not supposed to talk about it. Uh and I could get in trouble with the lawyer team, but 
we're good. Everything's good on the home front. Um, on friends for life as retaliation. <laughs> I'm kicking you out of the show chat. <laughs> Apparently, it's back to me and John. Me and John. But I do uh, have some stuff on the Twitter. Also I, found uh, at Weekly Games Chat. Yeah, at Weekly Games Chat. Let's start with David McClendon. Hey. Um. So I today retweeted the GameSpot um, information about Dragon's Dogma. Dragon's Dogma and the Netflix anime that now has a trailer. I was excited about it. And uh, David said he has no idea on the question that I asked. Um, but he was super happy to see a tweet from me. Uh, thank you, sir. He said, literal thoughts and prayers for you these past few weeks, man. Hope you're doing better. That tweet got a like, ladies and gentlemen, because that's how that works. Boom. A lot of people actually replied to that, including our friend uh, Draven. Um, he has not played uh, Dragon's Dogma, but... He uh, actually wanted to pull the trigger and buy it. It's an older game, but it kind of had a resurface-ish um, of playing stuff. I don't know. A lot of people had funny memes, uh, including Huck4MS, uh, when I teased that I was coming back. And his was, actually his was a GIF. And it's the uh, the older version of Kate and Titanic, when she says it's been 84 years. 84 years. That kind of hurts. <laughs> Which is funny. Uh, da Hoppa sent a gif of it's your better war. <laughs> which is which is great. And then uh, some people were giving Chris grief, grief like old Nacho. And he said, hey, uh, let's go. Sorry, Chris. Back to the old folks home with you. Dang. To where Chris said, um, um, you can explain that gif since you sent it. You remember that one? Uh, what, which one yeah. is it? Let me see your phone. It's not being clear for some reason. Refocus. <laughs> oh, was it? Is it? Oh, it's uh, Stewie as an old man. Yeah, Stewie, old man Stewie, uh, and he's he's basically sitting there with his teeth, his false teeth out. The kids are out in the driveway, and he's saying, "Stupid younger generation." It's true. Uh, what did you say? Whoa, whoa, whoa! For with Peter, I think because Platt said something, or was Possibly. it someone else? Someone said something. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa." Oh, yeah, yeah. Platt said just a suggestion. You know, he's full of suggestions, that Platt, the future lawyer of America. You know, he actually recorded a video and sent it in while you were gone? Yeah, it's an audition tape. I saw it. Yeah. We deleted that. He's he's amazing. (laughs) Uh, If we lived where he lived, we'd have food with him and hang out with him. Man, you wouldn't. He hates you anyway. He loves me and John. We played Minecraft together. (laughs) One time. John was terrible, by the way. Um, but he said, just a suggestion since the boys were trying to figure out tops that top, I'm stupid topics in my absence, it would pretty be pretty funny to see you all as a three man squad. And that was in reference to his hyperscape game. And that's when Chris came out with the gift that said, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Need you to calm down, sir. Back <laughs> off. Uh, which is pretty funny. Um, I, I was very excited to see you guys happy that, um, I uh, was coming back like like Nat the Gooner. How you doing over there across the pond, sir? Uh, did you catch the uh, Champions League? Did you see Bayern Munich beat PSG? It's a really, really good game. I don't understand a word you just said. Uh, to uh, Mr. Maidson, always say your name a little weird. You know who you are, Austin. Uh, he said he couldn't be happier about this, but does that mean there will be three hosts this week? I guess you got your answer if you got this far, bruh. We totally did. Uh, yeah. Ish. What did I type here? Does anybody know? 
You might know. You have the phone. Uh, this is true. <laughs> oh, this was about the controller. Remember when I tweeted that? Uh, I got a lot of feedback on that too. So let's go to our main channel. Let's go look at the tweet. Um, Sony has reiterated again that the PS5 will not be delayed. Uh, we already know that, but that's not the tweet. There it is. Opinion. PlayStation is handing Xbox an advantage by making the DualShock 4 incompatible with the PS5. And boy, oh boy, did you guys have a lot to say about that. Uh, David said he likes new controllers. Um, he doesn't agree with, he, he disagrees with the premise that it's going to hand Xbox an advantage. Uh, Draven thinks that they should be used and speaking to the old controllers. Um, just for the sense that people might want a second controller for a backup, even though they use the PS five at launch. Um, Maddie also, uh, a Sowski. Doesn't understand the drama about not being able to use it. Um, he wouldn't want to use an old controller with a new system like a PS5. Chris uh, from Weekly Games Chat. <laughs> Who? He says he loves new controllers too, but if you got kids, it's understandable that you might have to spend, you know, upwards of like 100, 120 bucks if you have multiple kids so they can play with you on your new console. He likes the idea of choice. Um, which is pretty good. Acid Sugar. How you doing up there in the uh, Northeast, sir? Um, he says introducing new controllers trumps backwards compatibility for him. Hmm. Uh, so that makes sense. Uh, Jay Englehart says he likes a new controller. Cactus Corp says they prefer new controllers, but having an option is an advantage. Um, Elemento Play. That's a dope name. Said the struggle here. The struggle here is the hardcore versus the crack, casual crowd. Hardcore gamer is going to want to is going to buy it either way. They don't care if a controller is compatible or not. A casual gamer may want to have that option. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and you guys kept going. Uh, Tom B. Juice, Robert Mercado, um, and Zamorian Mog. You guys also said uh, basically that you guys liked new controllers. Where um. Zamorian said that the only um, old controllers they ever used were the move controllers that he used to play on PSVR. And and even in that case, Sony ended up making new controllers that were better than those mm. for your PSVR. Uh, yeah, let's go see if we got any new follows, huh? Holy crap, we got new follows. Tom B. Juice 1 says he's a meat popsicle. Thank you for the follow following you back. I thought John would laugh at that. Um, at C underscore J17. Thank you for the follow following you back. Ryan Lambert 33. Uh, OSU class of 22. I hope that does that mean Oklahoma State or uh, Ohio State? You think either know. way, college be hard, yo. Grass, a meat pops. <laughs> uh, the pickle six. Thanks for the follow following you back. Uh, digital underscore logic. Thank you for the follow following you back. Uh, at KWRL underscore. Thank you for the follow following you back. At um, Lydrian, thank you for the follow. Following you back, Graham Sharp too. You are an in, in uh, irresponsible father and greenkeeper at Southwick Park. Very nice. Congrats, Jacob Smith. Thank you for the follow. Following you back, Drox Dog. What up? Uh, you're a programmer and a game dev. Nice. Thank you for the follow. Following you back, at Lucio twelve thirty. Thank you for the follow. Following you back, 
and at immersion underscore plus. Uh, you're a game studio based out of Mauritius. You're um you're pi- you're pioneers in immersive technologies throughout the island. Dope. Thank you for the follow, following you back. And I think I'll I'll kind of wrap up right there on twi- tweets. I was gonna say from Twitters. This- <laughs> I'm such a boomer. The Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you guys so much. And and we did teach you, you know, about the failure of sending emails to a guy who's missed you so much. And, you know, while he did read the old emails and the thoughts and prayers he received in Does uh, and the callbacks to old jokes, like booty, 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 rocking everywhere. And mm. booty, booty, that booty, nature. booty, booty. Oh. Um, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for, for literally thinking about me and, um, you know, all the nice things you do for us. Uh, I, I personally love you guys to death and you, you have no idea what it meant to me. Chris thinks you're all right. John doesn't believe you're real. So what are we supposed to do? Right. We're at a crossroads. That's it. Well, that's why I kept the money. John would be like, John was like, Ooh, look what I found. John would be like, how do you know you had this many listeners this week? And I'd be like, well, I look at the day. He's like, all right, then keep your secrets. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's that. nice. Oh, good times, man. Good times. Do I wrap this up? Uh, this is what we do, right? We, we, we say once again, uh, I'm trying to think of what I did. You, you said things and I say things different, but basically this is- the gist is <laughs> follow us on, on Gmail, right? The Twitters. Follow socials. us on Gmail. This has yeah. been episode 271 of Weekly Game Chat. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or Twitter, I guess, because now he's we're a great everywhere. ghost, isn't he? Yeah. He's yeah. fantastic. Uh, iTunes like he's or done whatever. <laughs> Stitcher, you know, Google Play, wherever you want to. Spotify. Are we on Stitcher? Yeah, technically. Are we on Spotify now? No, we're not. I think so. We have Might to go be. and do uh, RF feeds and stuff. I thought I did like RF. a thing for that way back, but maybe not. I don't know. Go check. <laughs> it's a it's a process. Yes, Joe Rogan's not even on there yet, you know? He's also getting like $20 billion, so. Damn it, we missed that. <laughs> Mother. But, uh, yeah, if you like the show, subscribe, and you will get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. If while you're there, you want to help people find the show, make sure you rate and even review the show, preferably very high. That's always a nice thing. If you yeah, want to write your thoughts and prayers, write them to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. <laughs> if you want his up on the social medias, we are on Twitter. We don't really do Facebook that much anymore. Um, but you can find us there simply by searching Weekly Games Chat. And if you want to join in wonderful conversations within our community, make sure you hop over to Discord and search for Weekly Games Chat. If you can't get there for some reason, hit us up on Twitter and we will send you a link. Yeah, we're nice like that. The Aren't Discord we? community is the best thing ever. Aren't they? Yeah. We have a couple of regulars that post a lot daily and talk to each other. But if you uh you get a good topic going, there's a lot of sub sub channels um that Acid Sugar put together for us that talk about things from current games to old games to current emails to just it, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. If you haven't done so, join us, all right. There you go. Until next time. I'm glad I could finally say this first. Game on, Sean. There it is. Game on, Chris, right? What's up? Game on, John. Ladies and gentlemen, you can DM me if you want your copy of Sekiro Shadows Die Twice autographed by me, yours truly, John.
at Weekly Games Chat. But game on, Chris, and game on, Sean. I really hate an 81-hour Andy. Uh, game on, John. No one knows what you mean. They do. You don't. <laughs> Your mom's perks! Uh Peace out, everybody. I beat Sakura. It's good to be back. Oh, did you, what did you say, John? I beat Sakura. You got, is that, That's not is what, what you say. Now? You got to say the thing. Going forward forever. I beat Sekiro. No. Is that the new thing? That's new thug life, huh? You can't just do that. Can which I steal thug life? Which hey, people who enjoy thug life beat Sekiro. <laughs> All right, then. Ooh. Peace out.